Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Deaf Think Podcast with you, your hosts, Sean and Nicola. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So anyways, Sean, uh, what were your links for the past week? All right. Well, uh, my first link is dailysudoku.com. I'm a big fan of Sudoku and I used to do them a lot more and I just did so many in, uh, I don't know, a year or two that I kind of got burned out on them and stopped doing them. And recently I've gotten back into it and do daily Sudoku is a good place to get them. You can print it out right from there. And I ha it's free of course. And I have a little book that I bought. It's a blank Sudoku book. So it's just every page has two puzzles, but with no numbers in them. So if you mess up one in a book, you can copy out the starting point into here. Or if you go to a website and you don't want to print it out or you don't have a printer handy, you can just write it in there and use that. So I'm a fan. Awesome. My first link is Hyper2, which is an electron-based terminal for, you know, why not? It has some cool effects and stuff. I don't know. Sean, have you seen this before? I have not. You may have. I'm going to send you a link. Or, yeah, you'll see. Anyways, uh, to me, it's cool. You can actually edit it yourself because it's, you know, written with HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Uh, people who are opposed to, of course, hybrid will say, go away, you know, and stuff. But I don't care. Anyways, it's cool. Check Is it out. Is it really considered a hybrid when it's a desktop app? Uh, I don't see one. Actually, honestly, uh, with this... To be honest, I don't know. All right. Well, uh, I will jump into my second one, which is NeoVim.io. And it is a Vim clone that is much more modern. And it does everything Vim does, but it also has a superset. So it has additional cool features. And I've recently been reading the documentation and checking it out. And so far, and I'm a Vim user, so all the Emacs people out there can... Uh, you know, take it for what it's worth. All the Vim people can rejoice and take a look at NeoVim. Awesome. My second link is, well, the title of it is Players Have Crowned a New Best Board Game and it may be tough to topple. So I'm a big board game geek, so to speak. That actually rhymes. Uh, the game is called Gloomhaven. Its price is really... An interesting one, $215 in retail. However, it seems like on Board Game Geek, it's now number one, which, as we all know, means really something. The one uh, board game that I have has been for like, I believe, six years in a row on the position number one. It was Puerto Rico, and I can really say that, yeah, that's an awesome game. I love it. So I'm really interested in what this Gloomhaven has to offer. But then again, 215 bucks for a board game. I don't know how I'm going to, you know, persuade my wife to allow this one. <laughs> that's it. All right. And my last link is an interesting one. The title is, Are Interruptions Really Worse for Programmers Than for Other Knowledge Workers? And where constantly seeing tweets or articles that say it takes something from anywhere from 20 from 16 to 23 or more minutes to get back in the zone once you've been interrupted if you're a coder and you're in the middle of things an interrupt a 5 second interruption really basically costs 15 to 30 minutes of your time and productivity and in this they ask the question you know is it really worse for programmers than others 
and kind of a controversial response. Uh, this author is saying that, no, the problem is we like to think this because we think it makes us feel special, but the real problem is that we're not breaking our work into small enough chunks, which makes a lot of sense because if you are overthinking things and getting to the point where you need to load so much context into your head and hold it there in order to do something, then clearly by definition, you are not breaking the work up into small enough chunks or maybe the code base that you're working with is so badly written that you need to do that and it needs it's in dire need of refactoring. But I think it makes a good point and I don't know, I'm going to have to think about that a little bit more. Awesome. My last link is titled introspect yourself and it's quite a you know it's quite a short post where it's by daniel gross for honestly i never heard about the guy before but it seems like he sold a, a company called q to apple which is you know something i guess and anyways he goes into a few things here why introspection is important for yourself and I really like one quote in this whole post is that the meditation is like installing GDB in your brain. I laughed at this one and it was like, okay, interesting, but a very interesting post in general. All right. Well, that's another links episode in the can. Don't forget to send us uh, feedback if you have any episode suggestions. Awesome. See you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the DevThink podcast. To reach us for comments, show suggestions, and other feedback, contact us at info at DevThink. That's D-E-V-T-H dot I-N-K. Our intro music is by Rupa Deadweiler. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. 